This episode is brought to you by my virtual summer writing groups program, a 12-week series of weekly group coaching meetings that will help you stay accountable to your summer writing goals. Each virtual summer writing groups package includes the 12 weekly meetings, two private coaching sessions, and access to my nine-part course on academic writing and publishing. If you're ready to tackle your summer writing goals, I hope you'll join me. Learn more about the virtual summer writing program at my professional website, katielinder.work. You're listening to You've Got This, Q&A number 90. I'm Katie Linder, host of You've Got This. Each week, I post a Q&A episode to answer questions related to surviving and thriving in an academic life. You can email, tweet, or comment in the show notes to ask a question that could be featured on the show. Now, on to today's question. On this episode, I thought I would share a little bit about how things went with my webinar series, because as I record this, yesterday was the final webinar of the nine-part series of this first year that I decided to run it. And I talked about this pretty far back in the show when I launched the series. It's called How to Academia. And I'll link back to that episode in case you want to hear um, a little bit more about it when I launched it. But um, I thought I would check in and just uh, let you know how it went because this was something that I spent um, all year working on and I developed nine original webinars for it, which included um, slide decks and supplementary resources. And all of those have also now been transitioned into mini courses on the How To Academia website. So um, just to give you a sense of uh, the scale of this program, I ended up having about 240 participants and that was made up by people who um, were purchasing the webinars individually, but also through institutional memberships of people who purchased the entire series for their institution or people who purchased like a one-off webinar for their institution. And so far, I've had really good feedback. It's been really gratifying to hear from people. I get a lot of emails from people who either are coming to the live events or who are watching the replays later on. And I'm also hearing back from some of the institutional members that people are watching the replays as like a pep talk before they go into their week. So that was really exciting to hear. And in this first year, I focused a lot on writing and publication. That was kind of the theme of the the different webinars and also the mini courses. And um, it's interesting because I've heard back from some people, for example, um, who went through the book proposal uh, webinar that they've already like sent off their book proposal. So I know that it helped people to kind of actually get some things done, which is really, really exciting. The other thing that was very cool about these webinars is I would do about 45 minutes of interactive presentation, and then I had a Q&A at the end. And, and I offered these webinars twice each of the days that I offered them, so I got different groups each time. And um, I had like really interesting questions from the audience that got me thinking about the topics in different ways. And so that was really interesting as well, and I was able to incorporate those kinds of questions into the mini courses. And what I actually did with the mini courses is I re-recorded the presentation as like a voiceover PowerPoint so you weren't just seeing me kind of doing it live. Um, I scripted it a little bit more to make it just a little bit more professional. And then I took the Q&A sessions and I moved them into the mini courses so that you could at least see the live questions that got answered during the webinars. Um, And then, of course, the same kind of supplemental materials and digital workbooks and things got moved into the mini courses as well. So seeing those people's questions was really interesting. 
And one of the things that I think people always wonder about with something like this, and I certainly wondered about it myself, was would I ever have a session where nobody showed up? And then what do you do uh, in that kind of session? And so I decided ahead of time that if I ever had a session like that, I would just continue it and record it as if people were there. Um, I wasn't sure if maybe people would show up in the middle or things like that. So I wasn't going to cancel anything. Um, But I was very fortunate that for all of these 18 sessions that I ended up running, nine times two each time, um, I always had people in the audience in the live sessions. And you can't always expect that because people want to watch these things on their own time, which I completely respect. We're all super busy. But I was fortunate enough. And I think partially because of the amount of participants I had, it worked out that way. So that was really exciting. So now I've launched into planning year two. I've decided to run this again. And that was kind of my plan from the very beginning was that I would make this an annual offering. And I was able to kind of get the website um, for howtoacademia.com redesigned this week in preparation for launching year two, which I did yesterday. Um, I kind of officially announced year two at yesterday's webinars for the final webinars of the year. So I thought I would also share a little bit about those on today's show. And it's super early. They're not starting until September. I'm not even really going to be marketing this until later in the summer, but they are available for purchase. If you want to go in early and, and kind of reserve your seat, you certainly can do that. So I did make a couple of changes for year two. Um, Obviously, the topics are changing, and I'll talk about those in just a minute. The other change I made is I've made the series for year two a lot more kind of interdependent, which means that I'm not going to be offering the webinars individually. I'm only going to be offering them as a series. And I am going to keep this series open all year long, which is another difference from what I did in this first um, year. Once the um, series started, I kind of closed down the series option and only allowed people to purchase individual webinars. Um, But for this year, I'm going to keep everything open all year long, whether it's the institutional membership or the series membership, um, with the idea that if you come in like a couple webinars in, you could always go back and watch the replays to kind of catch up for where you are. But I think it's really important that um, because of the way I've chosen the topics and laid them out, that you do have access to everything and that you understand how things are building on each other. So what I decided to do for year two is I'm I'm kind of inspired by Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, which is basically a, a book that talks about what like truly motivates you and what is the kind of core thing that um, gets you excited, helps you to be creative, and also the thing that kind of draws people to you. And so I've roughly organized the webinars around this concept of finding your why and then kind of exploring how it is that you do your why. Um, So what are the kinds of things that you might want to build into your professional life that are really going to make your why kind of shine to other people? And then um, in the last part of the webinar, I kind of focus on the what of what you do. So this might make more sense if I talk about the actual topics. So when we start to dig into your why, the first topic that I'm offering in September is identifying your career pathway milestones. So this is basically looking back into what you've done in kind of the beginning parts of your career through where you are now. What are the big milestones that have really made a difference or have kind of shifted your career in a particular direction? So we're going to explore that. And then in October, we're going to look at articulating your professional values. So what are the things that maybe are the strands that tie a lot of your work together? Um, What are the things that you think are kind of non-negotiable in terms of your career, whether it be creativity, collaboration, um, those kinds of things. So we're going to dig in and, and kind of think about what are your professional values. 
And then the third aspect of finding your why in November is leveraging your superpowers. So this is a webinar that's really devoted to trying to articulate the things that are really unique to you. What are the things that other people admire in you that you do maybe with a bit of ease or naturalness that really set you apart from other people? So those three are going to be kind of devoted to finding your why. The next three are about your how. So in December, we're going to tackle cultivating your network and how can you build a network of people around you that's really going to allow you to um, flourish in terms of your why and, and how to move forward with your work. In January, um, just in time from the new year, we're going to talk about how to align your values with your goals. So what are the things that you really want to move forward um, in terms of projects and other kinds of strategic plans that would allow you to also articulate your why? And then in February, we're going to talk about navigating professional crossroads. So this is really about applying your why to like a major decision you're trying to make in your career, whether that be changing jobs or shifting your research trajectory, those kinds of things. So those are the first six. And then in the final three of the year, we're going to talk about uh, in March, engaging in meaningful productivity. And in particular, I want to talk about this idea of finding flow. How do you get into projects where your why and your how are so aligned that you just kind of fall into these projects and make sure that your to-do list is really meaningful for how you're moving things forward? In April, we're going to talk about creating a body of work. And this is basically, again, when your why and your how are aligned, you can then create a body of work that really makes sense to other people and where there's kind of strands and patterns that flow through your work that are really aligned with your core values. And then lastly, we're going to talk about documenting your professional identity. And this is where we're going to get into, like, how do you communicate what you do to other people? We'll get into the idea of kind of taglines, websites, your CV, your bio statements. You know, how do you really communicate that why and that how when you're trying to let people know um, the kind of work that you're doing? So I think this series is really good for faculty, for higher education professionals more generally, and obviously, this is tied to some of the things that I've been thinking about over the last couple of years related to my book, Managing Your Professional Identity Online. So the other thing I've decided to do in year two is if you buy the series, I'm going to send you a complimentary copy of my book. And if you buy the institutional membership, I'm going to send you a bundle of copies so that you can also potentially have a book group around that with the series as well if you'd like to. Now, one of the things I wanted to make sure um, was not happening too much was that the webinar series overlapped with the book. And I first thought I might do that. But then as I got into thinking about what I really wanted to communicate, there's maybe a couple of topics here that overlap pretty heavily with that book. But while they're aligned with each other, I wouldn't say that they're overlapping in terms of content. So if you buy the book and you go through the series, it's not like you're getting the same thing in two different places. And that was something that was really important to me. So the website with all the information about the series, including when the webinars are taking place and the topics and the descriptions and things like that, um, is actually now live at howtoacademia.com. And um, I will be definitely talking about this later in the summer more in August and September as it's starting to get closer to the launch time. But if you want to go check it out, please do. This is so fun to put together. And it took me a while to really figure out what I wanted to focus on in year two. But I think these topics are going to be super fun. 
So if you have any questions about the series um, or about how things went with the webinars, I'm happy to answer them. You can always reach out to feedback at ygtpodcast.com or tweet to me at katie double underscore linder or at ygt underscore podcast. Thanks so much for checking in with this week's question. I'm Katie Linder. I'll be back next week answering another one. Show notes and transcripts for each episode of You've Got This can be found at YGT for You've Got This podcast.com. That's ygtpodcast.com. To comment on today's show, suggest a topic for me to discuss, or ask a question that could be featured in a future episode, connect with me on Twitter at Katie double underscore Linder or at YGT underscore podcast. You can also connect with me by emailing feedback at ygtpodcast.com. In addition to You've Got This, you can also hear from me each week on the Research in Action podcast and the Anatomy of a Book podcast, available in iTunes, and via the Academic Creative weekly email newsletter. Subscribe to this newsletter at katielinder.work to receive an essay focused on topics like productivity, resilience, and creativity delivered directly to your inbox each week. If you want to learn more about my work and projects, visit my website, katielinder.work. Thanks for listening.